In today's episode of Script and Style, we're going to be talking about our 2020 goals. Welcome to the Script and Style Show, the web show where we talk about web development with the people that make it happen. Today's episode is brought to you by TrackJS JavaScript Error Monitoring. Know when errors hit your website with the context to find and fix bugs fast with TrackJS. Start your free trial today at trackjs.com. Welcome to the Script and Style Show. I'm Todd Gardner from TrackJS and my co-host David Walsh, creator of the popular blog, davidwalsh.name. How's it going today, David? I'm great, Todd. How are you? How was your, uh, your holiday season, your vacation? Oh, it was lovely. I had a fantastic and restful uh, uh, vacation at the end of the year. Um, our business has done super well. So uh, we, we have a tradition in TrackJS. So uh, the three partners, uh, we all came from a contracting world. And it's really common as a contractor in the, Twin C- or the Minneapolis-St. Paul area that most of the businesses will furlough their contractors for the last two weeks of the year, which means they're just, they know nothing's going to get done. They don't want to pay anybody. <laughs> okay. And so we've all kind of grown accustomed to not working the last two weeks of the year. So we've kind of made that a tradition. We, we put TrackJS basically into maintenance support mode for the last two weeks. And we just take those two weeks off and spend it with our families and get ready for the holidays. And so it was, it was a, quite a chill time to sit back and reflect everybody kind of recharge the batteries it was fantastic how about you yeah i paid i played that that same bullshit so i you always do the thing where you have two weeks off but you only actually need to use like what six days of pto or something because of holidays so i did that too i had two weeks off um with my family which is both good and bad when you have very young children who could use the structure of school. Oh yes. Um, So I can't say that my vacation was restful in any sense, but it was nice to not need to worry about work, sort of unwind, do some stuff around the house, you know, pretend that I'm a handy person. And uh, yeah, it was really good. It was really good. Pretend you're, I don't even pretend that I'm a handy person. I, that's just, that's just not who I am. What did you, what, what home projects did you take on? Okay, I took on one that I created entire a problem that I created entirely myself. So we're in Wisconsin, snowblower, basically mandatory, um, especially with my driveway. And so what happens, right? Last year my snowblower didn't work at all, didn't work at all all winter. And so like I got super buff, my biceps, everything was good because of the amount of shoveling I had to do. Finally got the snowblower in working order this year. First time I go outside to use it, someone left the dog chain in the driveway. <laughs> I ran over it, completely wraps around like the in, inside part of my snowblower. Like it took the stake out of the ground. It was that bad. So I had to fix a snowblower and I did it. So basically I'm set for 2020 on anything like yeah mr fixity like i'm done full full on mechanic there first day of the year hammer that out um so that's one goal down and i know we want to talk about goals but before we do that what was your best non-tech gift and best tech gift Mm. that you received this this holiday season i was ready for this question so I, i have it with me so um uh 
I, I pick or uh, I give gifts and receive gifts for for the business. Like I, I decide like what are our holiday gifts for the year and I like set that all up. And so uh, we have kind of a, a set of things that we're all into. And one of the things that that all of us on TrackJS are really into is whiskey and like trying whiskey and like whiskey baked based cocktails and stuff like that. And so I decided this is ties into like one of my goals for the year, but I made these. Wow. So that is a, a whiskey so this, barrel. Th this is a three liter uh, whiskey barrel. It's American oak charred on the inside. Um, and then what's in it right now. So like you could age spirits in here. What's in it right now is I have sherry in mine. And, sherry. and the whole reason it's just cheap sherry. And I'm conditioning the barrel with sherry so that in another, I'd say week and a half, I'm going to pour all the sherry out. And then I'm going to put like, I think a wild Turkey one Oh one in it and sherry finish the wild Turkey in it. So I'm basically going to, you know, use this to take cheap whiskey and turn it into better whiskey. So it's like a, a miracle barrel. Yeah. It's is, this, miracle. Is, this, is this like oh. a thing people do? Like where yeah, do you hear this? Yeah. No, I like, I did like, this is a thing like home, uh, home distilling is a thing. Like home brewing was a thing for a while. Moonshine. And, uh, people use like those barrels for, um, like you can age cocktails in it. Like you could make a batch of Manhattans and stick it in there. And the Manhattans will like age together and pull some of the additional like vanilla flavors out of the, out of the wood. Um, and apparently that's a thing that a lot of like fancy bars do. Uh, and so I, you know, found a place that I could like uh, get these things made. And I sent them, I like made some graphics for them and I like got barrels cleaned. And so all of the TrackJS partners got, uh, got TrackJS branded uh, whiskey aging barrels. There's a lot of science here. I'm like, I'm hearing science. Are you breaking bad? I feel like this, this might be the beginning of. Well, something. I mean, there's a lot of like science that goes into, into it. Like the thing that makes whiskey taste like whiskey is how it's aged. Like when, when whiskey is first distilled, it's, it's clear. It's like grain alcohol. It's very boring. And then the, all of what gives whiskey its flavor is how it's aged. So that, okay, so it sounds like there would be zero science in something like Bud Light, but something like this, I, I like this. I like what you're doing here. That's very cool. Um, so is that the tech gift or the non-tech gift? I would call that the non-tech gift because yeah, okay, ultim okay. ultimately it's just, it's just a bunch of wood. All right, so the tech gift. The tech gift is... <sighs> Do -do -do. I got a drone. You, oh no! <laughs> so what are what? What's the plan for this drone? Have you used it? What I've used. We, what are I've, you doing? I've used it indoors. Uh, supposedly, this will go outdoors as well on a not windy day. It's just been kind of windy here, so I haven't attempted it. But it's got it's got a camera on it, right? And so it basically puts out a Wi-Fi signal that you can connect your phone to, and so you can see what the drone is seeing in first person. Oh, that's uh, cool. It's not like a high quality. Like you're not going to take HD photos or anything with this, and it's not going to like lift a camera. 
but it's kind of fun and it's the first like drone I've ever played with that like is potentially powerful enough to go outside. And so I'm, I'm kind of excited to try that. Excellent. Very cool. What about you? Tech gift, so, non-tech gift. Okay. The, I got one tech gift and it's not even like the best, but I, it's the only one I got. So I have to roll with it. My wife got for the family, a Google home hub. Mm. So it's just another device in my house that's listening to everything going on and trying to market things to me. And the worst part about it is that my kids will go, Hey Google and tell the, tell it to play a song. And it's always the exact same song. And so I'm stuck listening to the same song all the time. But again, it's the only tech gift that I got. So I have to cite it. Yeah. Like I, there's, it's not, it's not good. Best non-tech gift. My youngest brother got everyone in the family, a few pairs of socks. One of the pairs of socks was a surly sock. You'll appreciate Ooh, that. Yeah. The other one though, is an old school Mortal Kombat sock. <gasps> like and like I, Sega, like Sega Genesis Mortal Kombat? Yeah, so it's got Scorpion on one sock, Sub-Zero on the other sock. Mm, that's so that awesome. that was very exciting. I was very exciting. I'm excited about that. That that is exciting. I'm not sure about the whole Google home thing. Like we so we didn't I'm, yeah, I'm I, shook. I, I didn't do the Google one. I we have uh, some Alexas in our house. And, and I don't know how I feel about them. Like ultimately the thing that we end up using the most for them is the intercom feature to like yell at somebody in a different room of the house. Um, my kids will use them to play music, but I don't really, I don't really do that. But I don't know if it's worth the privacy trade-off. It's kind of freaky. I'm going to say no. The only thing I've done with it at all is like ask it when it's supposed to snow next because I'm really <laughs> bad at checking the weather. But I, because yeah, you need to know if that snowblower is ready to go, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> that awesome snowblower I fixed. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'm, I don't particularly like it per se. We do have Nest cameras in our house, which are probably even more invasive, but those I actually like because I can check my phone to see what's going on in my house yeah. because I travel a lot or whatever. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah. All, All right, right. Goals. Let's, Let's go goals. You first. What is your first 2020 goal? And we're going to hold you to this shit. We're going to do, see, this we're going to do an episode at the end of the year. And I'm going to call you like, you said that you were going to do that. Did you do it? Okay. This Not- is why I wanted to do it as, as a podcast. I am set in stone. Um, I wrote the blog post for it, but with you here and me here, we're holding each other accountable for getting these done. And at the end of the year, we can yell at each other if it doesn't happen. So number one, my biggest goal of the year is to be a huge part of the Phoenix product launch, which is the new Firefox for Android. So as I, yep, as I shared last year, um, at the end of last year, I've been set on loan for six months to this other team to help them make things happen um, for the new Firefox for Android. It's been a, it was a big risk to do it because as everyone knows, I'm a huge web guy. I'm still a huge web guy, but listen, when things need to get done, 
I'm there to help make it happen. Um, I'm working on a huge feature that everyone that uses Firefox or Android um, would eventually use. That's almost done. Um, but I want to like keep staying in that mode of working on big things so that I can look at this Android phone and say, I did that. Yeah. And X million people. I, I already have it in DevTools, right? Where like millions of people are using the debugger and so on and so forth. I want to be able to say the same thing for Android phones. I want to be able to say I did that and have a big fingerprint on what promises to be Mozilla's largest product launch of 2020. So now, I want to be a big part of the biggest thing. Is this uh, is this new browser? Is this like where is like on Android versus on iOS in terms of like they're completely different. They're just totally different platforms. Totally different platforms. So which one is ahead right now? Is this like Android like leapfrogging ahead of iOS or catching up to iOS? That's a really good, I, okay, here's what I know. I know that most of the iOS engineers were moved over to this team to make it happen. So I have to assume that, that Android is the bigger, the bigger one. Um, and, I want to say that also because I believe that when you, that iOS is still hooked into like WebKit, like you can't have your own browser engine yeah. on iOS. I still think that's a fact. Um, I don't think that's true. I know that's not true of Android. And so I think that Android is where we're going to make our largest impact, if that makes sense. Um, and I'm really excited for it. Yeah. I'm, I'm learning a ton about mobile. I'm learning a ton about Android. I've learned a language that I didn't know existed before I started on this project called Kotlin. Um, I have to worry about new, um, new paradigms. Like when, when we work on the web, we don't need to do a whole ton with the back button, right? Or, or thinking about going back because usually the, the web page just reloads. Um, even if you're managing back via like um, history, it, it's still fairly straightforward. Um, on mobile, that's not the case. On mobile, we have a bunch of bugs that are related to going back, right? And so I need to, I need to think about, I need to think about what I'm doing in a different way, if that makes sense. The same way that I needed to think about coding in a different way when I was working on VR. So I'm like, I, I'm, I'm learning so much. I want to accomplish that much, you know? So that's my biggest 2020 goal. Um, is to be awesome at Android and to be able to look at that app and be super proud of something that I did. Um, so that's me. How about you? Number one goal, top seed, 2020. Let's right. go. Number one goal for 2020 is uh, the TrackJS team is going to be building and releasing a brand new SaaS product in 2020. We are Whoa. going to be building something new that is not TrackJS. It's going to be owned by the TrackJS company just because we don't want to go through the bureaucracy of like setting up another thing. But we are going to be building a separate product, charging for it, all of that. Uh, I'm not quite ready at a point to talk about what that is publicly, but we are going to build a new product. We are going to uh, get it probably in quarter one, uh, release the first kind of go at it, and then do... Uh, all the iterations, marketing, branding it, launching it, growing it, refining it to what we want it to be. Uh, I'm really excited to like kind of go through the process again 
with all the things we learned the last time. It's still going to be like a developer-y tool, uh, but it's a different kind of subset of the market. But uh, like I have a personal goal in it of growing it within that first year uh, to, uh, to $10,000 uh, in monthly recurring revenue. That's my personal goal. By the end of the year is we are going to go from like, we started building this thing on January 6th, which was the day we came back. We'd done like a bunch of like prep work and like market analysis and stuff like that. But like we started building it on January 6th. And my, my personal goal is that we are going to hit that financial, like this thing was a really a valuable thing by the end of the year. That is my number one goal for 2020. Started three days ago. We started three days ago. Three days ago. And you're going from started three days ago to goal of 10K a month revenue. Yes. By the end of the year. By the end of the year. This is, first, first of all, this is a this is, uh, this is audacious. Like, this is like, unfair to me, by the way, because <laughs> I can't ask any questions about it. That's not, on, not on the air. Like, I guarantee I will talk about this thing a lot. It's just, right now, this thing could take several different forms. And, like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to jump the gun, you know? Sure. Okay, cool. Here's one question. Yeah. Um, you, you said it's going to be branded different than TrackJS, but it'll be under the same umbrella company. Yeah. Um, why? Like, why wouldn't you want to leverage, I guess, your name a little bit more? So the, the new site, um, like we have a new domain for it. Okay. Um, and and there's, like, there's totally pros and cons behind doing it, right? There's uh, a big con of setting up a new domain for it uh, and a new set of branding around it is that we lose kind of, uh, we lose the SEO juice and we right. lose like the credibility that has already been built up around TrackJS. Um, and so we have to like build that from scratch again, which I am not like, I'm a little uneasy with that. Sure. But the pro side is that the audience of these tools is not exactly the same. Like it's not the same necessarily the same people that will care about both TrekJS and this new product. And okay. so that, that, that carryover might not be as strong as I want. The other thing that we kind of painfully learned through TrekJS is that um, there's some really positive things in our name like our name is very clear to the point about like, oh, you track JavaScript, you track JavaScript right. errors. Like I totally get what you do. And that has a ton of like SEO juice for us too. Cause like we automatically rank really well for JavaScript tracking and JavaScript error tracking. Cause it's like our name and we obviously reference it like way more than anybody else. Um, the big downside though, is that the name track has tons of like anti-privacy connotations mm. baked into it. Mm. And so like our domain is often caught up inside of like ad blockers just because we have the name track. And yes. like um, it, it hurts us in a number of other ways that, that are kind of insurmountable without changing the domain and changing our name and stuff like that. And so we want to kind of get away from that because I think that 
uh, privacy blocking is going to become a bigger issue in 2020. I think it's only growing. And I think it is a equally big, if not bigger issue for the new product or the new market segment than it was for what we do yesterday. So we kind of wanted to have that break from that word. There'll still be like tons of cross links between them and we're not going to make it a secret like like Trek.js will link to the new product and the new product will link back and like we're going to be very obvious that you know this is made by the team of Trek.js but we wanted to kind of like not have that mm, liability in our name. That's a yeah that's a really good point point. and while you were saying that I was trying to think of terms in my head where if you were to like re rebrand Trek.js itself to something else I can't think of a good word. I was like, yeah. what about, instead of track, what about monitor? Mm, that's that's going to be tough. Yeah. But I'm, ex I'm excited for this. And I don't want you to tell me anything about it off air until it hits. I want to be as excited as everyone else is when it goes live. It's, it's going to be great. And, right. and we'll talk way more about it over the year as we kind of go through the process. All right. Deal. Goal number two. Okay. So as I said, I've been loaned to this team for six months. That six months will end in April, which coincidentally is the launch date or the, the, the hopeful launch date. Um, which means I go back to DevTools. So my second goal is I want to have a larger impact on DevTools as a whole. Um, like I mentioned in my 2019 goals, uh, I'm, I've been working uh, like 95 plus percent on just the debugger, which is great because I love the debugger and I'm passionate about it and it helps me solve my own problems. Like we can use the debugger to debug the debugger in Firefox. Um, but I want to make a larger impact on the whole of DevTools. I don't want to be debugger guy. I want to be DevTooler, right? And so whether that's implementing big features in the network monitor, whether that's big features in the inspector, some people don't realize, but the debugger, despite the amount of complexity and number of people working on it, it's nowhere near used the most, right? Like obviously the console people love, yeah. um, the inspector, because people want to see elements and the net monitor, um, those are like the three big ones. The debugger isn't, a, isn't, isn't the biggest audience. So I want to be able to branch out. I want to be able to make a bigger impact. I want to be able to go from tool to tool and um, improve performance because that's something that Firefox DevTools have, has always been knocked for. Um, but I want to be a dev tooler. I don't want to be the guy that people go to to talk about the debugger. I want to be the guy that people go to for a really difficult problem on dev tools. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. You wanna grow your impact. Yes. And so when I go back from this team where I've made an impact on Android, I wanna go back to the next team and make an impact on dev tools. I wanna be the guy. I wanna be the guy where there's a problem in dev tools and someone says, oh, who can I get help fixing that? And it's go to David because he's awesome. That's, that's my second goal. How about yourself? All right, so my second goal. So the first goal was about a brand new thing that we're gonna build. Yes. My second goal is that we're not abandoning Trek.js by any means. It is our cash cow. It is the thing that 
that fuels our business. And there's still a ton of amazing opportunities inside of TrackJS. And so my second goal is that we are going to grow TrackJS's core profit by, I don't know if I should actually say our, our internal like metric or whatever, but like by more than we grew last year. And, okay. and so we are going to grow by more than we grew last year. Um, and we're going to, you know, there's a couple of things that I want to do around that. We're going to do um, a kind of a subtle rebranding, not like a big like change or anything, but we're going to like freshen up some colors and change some graphics and stuff like that. Um, kind of focus on, on simplicity, uh, like differentiating. Uh, I'm going to write a bunch more this year as part of that. I hope to publish uh, at least 50 pages and or blogs in the TrackJS kind of website. So like roughly one a week is kind of my personal goal. And, and I think this podcast kind of ties into that as well. And so I want to publish at least 25 episodes of Scripted Style this year. So nice. roughly one every two weeks um, because I think that all ties together in, in like growing the brand and growing the product and growing us and sharing our, our ideas and stuff like that. And so that's my, my, my second goal is to continue growing the core business uh, at least as fast as we grew last year. That's always a really good goal. I'll be excited to see your, your methods for doing that. Is, is, it, is it something where you have features in mind also, which will help tempt people into TrackJS? Or is it more so just uh, branding and marketing? Well, so over last year, we uh, rebuilt quite a few of our pages and features. Um, uh, like kind of redesigned them and and they got a lot better from that because some of our pages like hadn't changed since our original launch and so they were pretty they were pretty long in the tooth and they were pretty like plain and so we added a bunch more like graphs and charts and like um, kind of surfaced a bunch of additional information that we already had we just didn't have a good UI for and there's a few of those left um, uh, there's a, a, a screen where you get to define your grouping rules. Like how do you want to automatically group URLs together and stuff like that. And that, that's kind of confusing. I think we want to probably rebuild that. And there's a ton of opportunities in our alerting system uh, to like make that a clearer um, uh, and add some additional capability to how we send alerts. But there's not that many features that we're missing. Like the, the things that people ask for a lot are are more of like, that's too big of a product. That's something that we are not gonna do. That's something that like, uh, is for, if you have money to go pay New Relic umpteen billion dollars, <laughs> yeah, go to New Relic. We're just not going to ever do that. For, we're, sure. a, we're a focused, simple tool. And the problem with, with staying simple, with being a simple, easy to use tool is when you put too many features, it stops being simple. Right. Because everything just gets all wound up. And I think that's a problem that a lot of developer tools, a lot of all tools, but developer tools specifically have this problem where they keep shoving more and more data and more and more features in. And then eventually you need to have like people who are professionally trained in order to figure out how the software works. Right. And we don't want to ever get there. We want it to be like, this is a tool. It can't do everything. But anybody who's a web developer should be able to pick it up and see how it works. And so there's not that many more features that we want to add to it, but we wanna streamline the ones that we have, maybe even take out a few 
maybe. Um, but we really want to like emphasize those benefits, um, like kind of uh, simplify our branding, um, you know, uh, just emphasize the things that we're already good at. I like that. I like hearing that a lot. One of the things that I've always liked about TrackJS is its simplicity. I like the email that I get every day. I like logging into the console and it's just like easy to navigate and I know what I'm looking at. And so I'm glad that I'm glad that that's sort of a overall philosophy because it, I don't know. Now that you say it, I'm like, yeah, that is actually what I like most about it. So that's really cool. All right. All right. Back to you. Goal three. Goal last, three. Last one. I have many more goals, but we'll limit it to three. So this one is not necessarily tech related, maybe a little bit. Um, I want to overall get healthier. And that is sort of a huge umbrella of things. <clears throat> Part of that is spending less time on the computer. Part of that is um, just going outside more. You know, like when you work from home, sometimes you end up like a hermit. And I feel like that's how I've gotten to be a little bit. So I want to get out more. And a big one is limiting the amount of stresses in my life because I have a lot of them and a lot of them I realize I don't need. <laughs> um, fantasy football winds me up. I'm a 36 year old male. Why am I still playing fantasy football? Why are you stressed about it? Like it should be casual because I want to easy, win. whatever. No, no, no. no. That, <laughs> listen, I should, I should preface this by saying I was born incredibly stressed and anxious. Um, and so just getting out of bed gives me anxiety in the morning. Um, another one is I'm a huge Arsenal fan and I just realized that I'm wearing my Arsenal sweatshirt. Um, the refereeing in England is diabolical. So I'd like, Soccer winds me up. I need to get rid of things in my life that just wind me up because it, it makes living just unbearable. Like there are times when my team loses a game and I feel like my weekend is ruined. Like I need to stop living like that and just sort of concentrate on the things that matter, like the, the real things and the things that make me happy. And lastly, you won't believe this, but at 36, I feel like I'm not as fast and athletic as I used to be in high school. <laughs> so I like one thing that I want to do is I want to like get to jogging more. I still play soccer twice a week, but I want to get out and like feel fitter. And part of that, as painful as it sounds, I want to cut out all alcohol during the week. I enjoy a glass of wine before bed, like when I'm hanging out with my wife, but I feel like if I can just cut out some of these smaller things, I'll be able to get to a place where I feel better both physically and mentally, if that makes sense. It does. As, as a 38-year-old, I totally understand what <laughs> you're talking about. Uh, your body starts failing you in, in ways, and... Uh, you just can't, you don't recover as fast as you used to from injuries. Yeah. yeah. I totally get it. It's nuts. But that's my goal. Like I, it's cool to have these tech goals. Um, but it is also important to take care of yourself, which affects every part of your life. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's my big goal. That's number three for me. Last goal for you. 
I have a similar third goal, similar that it's not directly tech related, but all right. So the first two goals were around uh, building something new and maintaining something current. Um, the third goal, which is very reminiscent of like something that the 37 signals people tweeted out last week is that I'm going to in 2020, I'm going to work hard on these things, but I'm going to work less. And what I mean by that is when I'm working, I am going to work. Like I'm trying to cut out Twitter. I am trying to cut out the faffing about on the internet mm. and, you know, sitting at my desk, but not really working. I'm trying to cut that out so that when I am working, I am going to be working on something and I'm going to be trying to be as effective as I can be. But when, but I'm going to be doing that less hours. So I might only work six or seven hours a day and that's okay. I'm saying that that is okay. That is fine. And I'm just going to walk away from my desk. And I'm going to spend more time doing other things in my life. So impa impact over time. Impact over time. And I think there's a ton of like really good, like there's some really smart people who are already doing this and they're seeing that they are becoming more effective by working less. And, and if I look back at some things that I built, I feel like I've been more effective when I've put a time constraint on me. Like one of the things that I think uh, has enabled our business to do well is a time constraint. It's because we have such a small team. We can't take on um, as big of a of a of work. We can't take on like just doing every single thing we want to do. We have right. to have really tight focus on like what is the biggest impact we can make. Right. And because of that, we it's like this natural like defense mechanism into a, from like silly like rebuild projects and exploring, you know, bleeding edge technology products. And like, we just don't have time to ever do those things. And so we don't do those things. We right. just focus on like, how do I accomplish this thing for the customer in the fastest, most reliable sort of way? And it leads to like these really awesome solutions when you just put this huge time constraint on. And so I want to take that and I want to apply it to my like life overall and say, I am going to constrain myself. I have to accomplish this thing today and I'm only going to work six hours. How do I do it in six hours? And then I'm going to stand up from my desk and I'm going to walk away and I'm not going to stress about it. So, That's the goal. That is my okay. goal for the year is how, like I am not there now. I'm definitely not there now. How do I get there? That is my goal. My question was going to be, you mentioned Twitter. You mentioned a couple of small things. What is the number one what is the number one thing that stops you from making that impact over time? Is it just the social media stuff? It's, I can't blame it on social media. Like it's not social media's fault. It's my fault. But like, so right now I have a, I have a presentation I have to give next week at a conference. And I have uh, like an outline of what I wanna do. But I need to actually build the slides. Right. And sometimes I'll be staring at, I'll be work that like, I don't really want to do this. This isn't, this next step in the work isn't fun. And I'll lose, 
like I'll lose motivation for a minute and be like, ah, I'm going to go check Twitter and then get sucked into some Twitter conversation or whatever. <laughs> and it's not Twitter's fault. It's that I didn't have the, the, the will to be like, no, Todd, do this thing, push through it and get it done. The discipline. And, that, and that's what I need to do. I need yes. to say, I will get this thing done. Um, and so I'm just trying to set like figuring out how do I get there? How do I set rules for myself about like, these are things that I'm not going to do when I'm in work time. Um, I'm not going to have the television on. I'm not going to listen to an audiobook. I'm not going to, I haven't quite gotten up the will to like block Twitter. Cause like sometimes I use Twitter for like direct messaging people. That's more time sensitive. Right. But how do I do that? How do I like limit myself to that? I feel like when I was in my early 20s, early to mid 20s, I was really good at everything you just said. I was very disciplined. But as I got older, I was just like, I feel so stressed out. I'm just going to give myself this bit of candy of checking Twitter or something. And over time, you just sort of lose that, that discipline, right? I mean, I'm wearing pajama pants right now. The first day that I ever worked remotely, I said, all right, I'm going to get up. I'm going to put on jeans. I'm going to put on like a nice shirt and act professional like I'm in an office. And then like over time, it just stopped happening. So I think that I may borrow some of your, some of the idea behind your goal and merge that with my get healthier goal. And one of it is just maybe, maybe part of feeling better is like, getting up and dressing like a grown-up instead of a kid who's that. home sick uh, that's not that's not my goal oh okay okay, okay. I, I i'm not gonna dress i like when i work <laughs> from home and i don't have to go anywhere i'm gonna wear sweatpants and that I, totally cool i like all right i said i was gonna work hard not that i was gonna get a suit <laughs> all right so i'm putting that on me i'm not putting that on you i'll be here in a tuxedo for next episode I mean, I have Trek JS branded sweatpants on right now. Like, I mean, that's just, it's that's just, just our good cor- marketing. It's just that's our just corporate uniform. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I need Mozilla to stop handing out hoodies so that I can look nice. Okay, cool. So those are three goals. Um, again, for me, it's impact on Android, impact on DevTools, impact on my life. And for you, it's... For me, it's, it's we're going we're gonna to build a new SaaS product. We're going to grow our existing SaaS product and I'm going to do it within less, without killing ourselves work-wise. We are going to do it within a 40 hour a week time bucket. Here's a question for you. You have two, two partners, right? I do. Have you also like, is, is it, have you communicated your impact goal with them? Mm, and is it like, not as explicitly as I've talked about okay. right here. But in general, yes. Okay, excellent. Okay, cool. Um, so a couple bits and bobs. We did this with goals last time in, uh, in 2019. I want to do it again. Just some mini goals that I thought of. One, I got to get away from PUBG. I just have to. <laughs> the headshots are satisfying, but it's a time sink that I could use for other things. And maybe that's part of feeling, feeling healthier. Um, I said go outside. I really want to go, even in the winter, right? I, I got to get outside. When we were kids, we would go sledding, you know, everything else. 
And now I'm like my dog where I open the door for him to go to the bathroom and he just turns around. He's like, I'm, I'll just hold it. I don't want to deal with that. Um, I'm sort of like that too with going outside in the winter. I need to get out there, feel the chill, feel get wind burnt um, and just feel alive. Um, and then lastly, I say this every year, work on redesigning the blog. If only, <laughs> if only, if only it's a part of it, if only it's a part of it, you know, like I have this thing in my mind that I need to just redo the whole thing, but you can just redo sections and it turns into a new thing eventually. So maybe instead of seeing it as this huge thing that I need, like just starting from scratch, I can just update a few things and, and get to that happy place. Um, those are my tiny ones. Are there any mini goals that you have? Yeah, I'll, that, I'll, I'll echo the go outside them. thing. Like uh, I've been feeling it as winter has approached. I've spent less and less time outside because it's cold and snowy and gross. And uh, over the last couple of days, I've been making sure to like go outside and take the dog for a walk. And it is, it is better. I mean, it's cold, but it's better. So yeah, get outside more. Um, and then uh, I want to like drive less. And I, I, what I mean by that, like, I want to walk more places or bike more places. Just spend more time biking around rather than driving around. Is that an option? Do you live like close to the grocery store sort of thing? Or? I don't know that I could get groceries on a bike just because like, I mean, we have a family of four. Like when we go grocery shopping, I mean, it looks oh, yeah, sure, like, sure, I, but... I just don't know how I transport it. But like within my city, I could get just about anywhere I need to go. Like within Stillwater, I couldn't like get around like the Minneapolis St. Paul area. Like cause I'm sure. going to go on a highway. That's, that's not what I'm talking about. But like, uh, if I want to go to lunch somewhere or if, you know, if I'm going to go to the gym, maybe I should like a bike to the gym and not drive to the gym. Maybe that'd be an idea. I don't know that, that in general, I have a general goal of spend less time driving and more time like walking and or biking. That's a really good idea. That's a good idea. I'm a, like, part of me feels like I just had this episode so I could steal your goals because I think that I'm gonna try and do that as well. Yeah, do awesome. it. Okay, cool. That sounds good. We've set them on a podcast which will be published in both video and audio form. We are holding ourselves, our audience is gonna hold us to these goals right how scared are you right now i i'm a little scared uh because things change over the course of, of time right um i think we are going to put like we have like this social pressure now on ourselves to yes. get these things done or 100%. if or if we can't get them done we at least need to have a really good reason why why the world around us changed and this wasn't important anymore and not just say I didn't get it done because I'm lazy. Okay. Because that's all, that's ultimately the thing, right? Cause like life changes, like all of a sudden, you know, Microsoft could come to you and lay a giant offer at your doorstep and then you don't work for Mozilla anymore. Like it, it could happen. And that would like totally blow your goals out of the water in a year. or Firefox is open source. I'd still hit my goals there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just saying like life changes. Right. Totally. And a year and a year can be a long time. So these goals might evolve over the course of the year. And that's totally okay. 
Absolutely. But as long as we are putting our best effort forward to getting these things done and not just, eh, I didn't get it done. That, that, that's, that's what we need to accomplish. Okay. We'll, we'll stick to that. <laughs> we'll stick to eh. Maybe. We'll stick to eh. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for watching. I hope you set your goals for the year and hold yourself to it. We'll be back next time with another episode that we don't know what we're going to talk about yet. If you have an idea of what you'd like us to talk about, please hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Todd H. Gardner. I'm at David Walsh Blog. See you next time. The Script and Style Show is recorded and produced by David Walsh and Todd Gardner. We'll see you next time on Script and Style.